Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Aussie footy shorts, footy shorts with pockets. Hear that? Footy shorts with pockets. Get into them, legends. They're the grouse. Footy-shorts.com.au It's grand final week. It's a special week on Unfiltered as we wind back the clock and speak to 12 superstars of the game to get their memories, both good and bad, of Rugby League's greatest day. Three episodes of timeless chat for you. Enjoy. Let's go back to 2014. The grand final was between South Sydney and Canterbury-Bankstown. An amazing game of footy. And the lead-in was equally as amazing. Both hookers actually missed the GF because of incidents in the prelim the week before. Michael Ennis with a broken foot and Isaac Luke through suspension. Appy Corusau, life is about the chances you take, I guess. You took it, mate. Called into a side, excelled, and now have a premiership ring. Yeah. Um, pretty crazy circumstances to be thrown into a grand final, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I was just I was just so glad I was able to be backed by, you know, some of the big names in that team and they had all the faith in me and, you know, let me know that throughout the week as well, which really helped. And, um, you know, I was just lucky to get the chocolates on the day. You were only a baby back then, mate. You were learning your craft. How was the week now that you look back on it? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was actually incredible. Um, nothing, nothing like it ever before. There was, you know, events in the city, um, dinners, we had to wear suits, um, parades and, you know, getting around to all these different functions. And yeah. this is all within a week, uh, you know, leading up to a grand final. And, yeah, it was it was, it was incredible. I was, I was telling the boys actually last year as well, um, for the Penrith one, we uh, weren't able to do any of those sort of commitments. But, um, yeah, it's actually pretty memorable as well, getting around that as well. Is there one thing that stands out about the game above all else or does it all just become a blur? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a blur. I honestly wouldn't remember <laughs> much of it if I hadn't seen the replay. <laughs> um, actually, there is one memory that, that does come to mind when I think of the GF and it's uh, Sam Burgess tapped me on the shoulder just telling me, you know, I've got to look after him um, a little bit here because, you know, his eye was gone. And you know, after he said that to me, I was, yeah, yeah, that was incredible. Wow, because that was first tackle of the game, him and James Graham clashing melons. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And, yeah, I couldn't believe it. He's just saying, yeah, just <laughs> like, you know, he's just letting everyone know and, you know, just let the boys fight up. You know, we're ready to do anything for him. South Sydney won at 30-6, to six, a huge day for Happy Coruscant, our guest in the Cardinal and Myrtle. And what's a podcast without a little Stacey Jones? Um, we had a... You know, we had a good balance of players. We had a tough forward pack, you know, with Jerry, Tooks, Arwen, obviously Campo, Logan, Y, Villa. Um, and, you know, it was probably a period where I was um, able to play my best football. And uh, I had a really good dummy half, you know. I had a PJ Marsh who was, oh, look, he was outstanding. Yeah. The deliverance that he would give you um, his craftiness around the ruck, you know. So I think at that time we just had a good balanced team. That was the year the Bulldogs were stripped of their competition points for significant salary cap breaches and significant as in 
very bold text there. You finished minor premiers and you were grand finalists. Unfortunately, you ran into the Sydney Roosters on grand final day. What a side that was. Yeah. um, They were just cracking red hot. Um, Defensively, they were... They were a step ahead of everyone else. Um, um, you know, they, they just took time away from you. I remember yeah. playing against them. I think they beat us by 40, um, second to last round of the, the season. And then, um, yeah, they would, they just took away your time. They were aggressive line speed. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, they're attacking with, with Freddie leading the way. Um, it was very tough, so... Mm. The Roosters side in their defence that season, did it change the game and how the game was played? I think so. Um, the way that you defend that, and I felt that they, you know, you can't get up every week to yep. defend like that. At some stage, it'll it'll sap you, but you know, they did it for what, three or four years, yeah. um, the way they did it. You know, late, uh, you know I think 2003, 2004, they make those grand finals, Um, you know. So, uh, um, yeah, they did it for a long period of time and, you know, it was very tough to play against. It was one of the most brutal grand finals I can recall, 6-2 at halftime. And then just after the break, you scored a try, that try. What can you recall from that moment? Yeah. yeah, look, I remember, you know, going in at half time. I felt, you know, we we were right in the game. Um, we were unlucky not to score right on half time. Um, I think it was Justin Murphy was chasing a kick and the ball bounced one way. If it had bounced the other, he would have scored. And then coming in at half time, we, you know, we were feeling pretty good about ourselves. Um, and uh, fortunately for us, we got off to a good start. Jerry um, took the ball into the line and offloaded and gave me a bit of space and. It's one of those things that you just go, wow, you know, you see the trial and just go for it. And, um, yeah, you know, it was a special moment, but obviously I'd give that back any day um, yeah. to have the, the win. Aussie footy shorts, footy shorts with pockets. Hear that? Footy shorts with pockets. Get into them, legends. They're the grouse. Footy-shorts.com.au Sticking with 2002, time for a chat with Roosters enforcer, Great Britain International, Adrian Morley. Ricky's intensity rubs off. The defensive system, the intent, the physicality used by Ricky and you guys was new. It was brutal. It was successful. Fast forward 20 years, it's still the same, mate. That rushing defence and picking out a guy and just putting him on his ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I obviously enjoyed that way of being coached, and um, you know, uh, we, we did have a, a fit set of forwards. Uh, you know, Luke Rickardson, Craig Fitzgibbon, and uh, we could we could uh, play really, really intense for for long periods of time. So we all uh, enjoyed that that way of, of defending, and and it suited us. And um, you know, we won the last. I think we won the last nine games straight to to take out the the, the grand final, which was a uh, an amazing finish to uh, to a great year. You mentioned Fitzy, Craig Fitzgibbon, who could be the nicest guy and the biggest gentleman to ever play the game of rugby league since 1908. 
But he was the silent assassin on the field at this time, a guy that was as hard as they come. Do you agree? Yes, 100%. He's, he's up there with my, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, you, everyone you play with, you've got a, a bond and a camaraderie and, and that kind of thing. But he was probably my, my favourite teammate, just just the way he played the game. Uh, no nonsense would, would leave everything out there. You know, there's, there's probably three or four players who, who I could pick out who uh, there's Jamie Peacock in the UK, and yep. you know he's that that kind of um, that type of player is Craig Fitzgibbon, and no no, no matter what uh, state his body was in, you know, leading up to the game, if he said he was playing, he'd give he'd give you no less than hundred percent on the field, and and that's what you want. And uh, yeah, he was uh, just a worker and a grafter, and uh, it was an absolute pleasure to to, to play all them years with him. 32 metres out from the line. Minicello got a quick play the ball. Fletcher got in and away. Mullins goes for the accelerator. Mullins gets the ball inside. Shannon Hegarty. Hegarty will score. First points of the grand final. Scored by Shannon Hegarty. Crocker again. Fittler goes from the left side. Works over to the right side. Here's Craig Wing and Craig. Craig Wing is in to score. Well, Brad Fittler knew that it was time to stand tall. And he has come from the left to the right and combined with his number seven. The 2002 Grand Final, what stands out? What memory stands above all the others? Well, I remember sitting in the in the changing room before the game. Uh, obviously, I didn't, I didn't realise how big the sport was in Australia until the Roosters made the Grand Final. And no matter where you looked, I used to live in Coogee, and no matter where you looked, there was uh, red, white and blue flags and and their posters, etc., all, all around, so that the the town went absolutely mad. I remember being sat in the changing rooms, and, and I opened the program, and, um, and there was a bit of a piece on me saying which which list will Morley join. And there's a list of English players who who played in a grand final and lost. And there's about six or seven names, and a list of English players who played in a grand final and won on the other side of the page. And again, there's only about six or seven names, but so I knew. I'd, I'd join one of these elite groups, you know, winning or losing, but I just thought I just want to join the, the winning one. Mm. So, uh, but I, I enjoyed reading the piece, you know, looking at the the famous names throughout the years because there's not that many uh, English players who, who played in such the big showpiece in Australia. And uh, but that that was nice reading that. And then obviously when we got the win, I knew we joined the, the the right side, the winning side, and it was uh, it was great. But but since getting the win, really. Um, I mean the, the the you know the memories of you know winning and the celebrating and all that were uh, were fantastic and they, they'll stay with me. But I think it was getting that win that that I really got accepted then uh, off the Aussies, off off the press, off uh, opponents, teammates, and, and everyone really. And since getting that win, I felt there was a bit of uh, a bit of weight and a bit of pressure off me then. And after that, it was uh, it was plain sailing then. We're reaching hundreds of thousands of listeners and followers every single week. How would you like your company to be exposed to that audience? We've got all the stats that matter in our updated collaboration and sponsorship proposal. To get your hands on it, head to our website, andyraymondunfiltered.com.au and hit that sponsorship tab. Time to go back to 1991 and a Penrith Panthers first. This is Greg Alexander. 91, a special year. Is it the one you look back on most fondly or most proudly? 
Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's our premiership year, so you, you do everything. To win a premiership, you need a lot of things to go right. Um, you, you need a, an ounce of luck as well. So, um, yeah, that year was just the continuation, really, of what happened in 90. You know, we had a great year in 90. Fell at the, uh, at the grand final, just couldn't get over that great the camera side, which was, you know, when you look back at the players that they had in that side, it was quite a side. So, uh, and 91 was just, you know, the, the, the continuation of that, really, and that build-up that we had, as I said, that started in 84, it escalated in 88, where we made the finals, 88, 89, 90, grand final, and then, um, yeah, went on and finally got it done in 91. That's 30 years ago this year. Amazing how time flies as we age. Do you ever catch yourself driving along or lying in bed at night and, and thinking back to 91 and it just puts a little smile on your face and the emotions that you went through? Um, yeah, and only at that time of year when, you know, when grand finals were played. But we did, we, did, um, we celebrated the 30 years uh, this year when the, our boys, when our current side played Canberra at Penrith. So when the two sides met, um, we thought we'd celebrate our 30-year anniversary and we had every player there bar uh, GB, Greg Barwick, was the only one that couldn't make it and that's because he was in England. Um, so uh, that was great. We, uh, we caught up with not only the players that played in that game but all those that played with us through the season, uh, not just the grand final team but everyone that was involved in the season. So that was a, that was a, that was a terrific night out of Penrith. That's it for another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is what our off-season looks like because the footy talk, it never stops. Early in the week, we release a podcast titled Debut Day, speaking to current and former players about the first time they stepped foot onto an NRL field. Midweek, it's the best of podcast. Interview highlights with some of the biggest names the game has ever seen. We've got immortals, blokes that should be immortals, test captains, origin superstars, premiership winners, and a whole lot more. These are the best footy stories you will ever hear. Weekends, our Dream Team series continues. We love it, we know you do too, so we get to continue the arguments over who is the best 13 ever. This is the only footy podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them every single episode. Three episodes weekly, all off-season. Make sure you come back soon, legends.